Hello, Guardians. Today is July 21st, 2023. My name's Danfinity, and welcome to Destiny Digest. Thank you guys so much for listening and coming to, to see the show. Um, this week's a little bit different. I think I say that every week. I think I say that every week. We're not really going to talk a lot about Destiny 2 news, even though the Solstice event kicked off, and I like it a little bit better because it seems like it's been simplified down and honed down into the distillation of what it's supposed to be, even though there's an event card, and that event card costs money, and I wish that it didn't cost money. I wish that it cost Bright Dust instead. Also, the Graviton Lance is crazy at a 67% buff in PvE. That's just crazy. That's just nuts. So there you go. That's the news <laughs> of Destiny 2 this week. Um, I really just want to dive into the conversation that I had with Professor Broman. For those of you who do not know uh, Professor Broman, he is one of the content creators that got me into content creation, uh, unbeknownst to him, but all the same. It was a huge thrill to sit down and talk to him about his work with GCX, to talk about content creation's future as well as Destiny 2. Uh, so we're just going to jump right into it. Please enjoy this conversation with Professor Broman. Thank you so much for joining us today on Destiny Digest. Um, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Um, first and foremost, why don't you tell the folks at home where they can find you on the internet, just in case they don't make it to the end of the episode? Oh, uh, well, I'm Professor Broman. You can find me at Professor Broman everywhere. Uh, that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that's that's I'm Professor Broman everywhere. I got lucky. One of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> So, except kick except kick somebody hijacked somebody my, got uh, it yeah 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 so but apparently they got great user support there uh so yeah. I, like i can just message them but i'm just lazy and i don't know <laughs> if i'm ever going to stream there so like whatever perfect yeah Understand- <laughs> understandable so, yeah i went ahead and grabbed that like super early i was like i don't know what this is but i, I feel obligated yeah it was like the I... first time i like made sure to get it on blue sky i made sure to get it on hive like whatever owned 3d like ever, anything anything yeah. uh, uh but i didn't get it there because i was like i don't i don't know i'm tired uh which i'll probably say a lot today uh yeah. when it comes to content creation but yeah you know we'll we'll get there heard heard gotcha gotcha well yeah so like like i said kind of in our pre-show like you've been you've been doing this for a long time i like you're one of the main you and goth I think we're the two streamers that I started watching after I found guardian radio and you guys were like, you, you both had been on an episode of that show talking about streaming and Twitch and everything. And yeah. that's how I got, I started watching you was from guardian radio into, <laughs> into Twitch. And then, uh, I was, shel- I would, I used to shelf books at the library I worked at and I would just have my headphones in and I would have the stream on the cart. Well, so oh, I could wow. listen to like what was going on in the game because I wasn't able to take off for for launches and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, thanks for being entertaining. <laughs> for uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying really hard not to like reverse interview you because like I oh. really want to know what it's like to work at a library. That's like been like when I was a kid, I was like that must have been hell. But now like I'm an adult and I'm like fuck, working in a library would be so quiet. It's pretty rad. It, like yeah, I, I still <laughs> I still do. It's like it's my part time. It's it, I have a job that keeps the engine running, and then I stream like as many hours as I as I work. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. and so it's like it's it's pretty cool. It's a it's one of the best jobs that you can have, I think. And plus, uh, somebody I, I heard somebody 
refer to it as long haul truckering of the uh of the education system so because <laughs> nobody goes harder that's, than librarians <laughs> that's true that's really true they got all the books yeah Amazing. so yeah so i've been watching you for for a long time um but for the folks at home who may not know like who you are like yeah what got you what got you into streaming and uh yeah let's just start there i i'd say you know i i fell i fell in love I fell in love with content because of mm-hmm. red versus blue. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, that was, and that was sort of what I was like, Oh wow. Like you can do anything. And, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> for me it was, and this is, this is something I've used my whole career. Uh, I trend prediction is something that I happened to be gifted at. Um, mm-hmm. And so I saw, um, all of this stuff happening with red versus blue and then the emergence of YouTube. And I was like, wow, like there's going to be this entire economy of people who can just make good content for themselves. And like, that's, that's super neat. And so I paid attention to the space. Um, but what, what really sucked me in was, uh, seeing the power of charitable giving on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> one of the first events I remember having a strong memory of participating in was the hurricane Sandy thon. And one of the first people I ever watched on on Twitch was I ate your pie doing Paper Mario speedruns mm-hmm. um, for that event, um, and I was like, "Wow! Like, there's so much to to do. Like, you can literally you do anything. And like, again, like uh, if you can dream it, you can either write the code for it, uh, mm-hmm. buy the camera, and record it yourself, edit it yourself. It's just a matter of kind of uh, f- figuring out a system to make it work. So." That is what got me super interested, and eventually, what got me started in streaming was this this concept that we a tremendous amount of good can be done um, because there's no limit to how many people that can get involved when you're online. Mm-hmm. You know, a football stadium can fit you know fifty, sixty thousand people. The internet can fit millions in one chat room. Yeah, so, as yeah. evidenced by like Ninja years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ninja, or or if you're looking at the the new record breaking events, you know these these. Uh, boxing events that the creator boxing events the creator fundraising mm-hmm. events uh the z event over i got it's in i can't remember if it's france i'm sorry z event um uh, but like we're talking about people that are, we're getting two or three million concurrent viewers on these charity streams it's wild mm-hmm. um and honestly it's very to me it i always try to look for the good things that are happening in the space because there's so much not good uh yeah. that, that tends to get the the focus um but People, people are doing things online to make the world a much, much better place. Uh, and mm-hmm. I love, I love to see that stuff. Hell yeah. And that's what got yeah. me started. I, and the, I think that that's something that is a through line that I've seen in your work, not only on your channel, but like with GCX event mm-hmm. and, and like something that like I've respected you guys all for doing, uh, for years. So that's tremendous. Um, where like, <laughs> I come off of this. So last week I listened to like a couple of interviews that you did, like one on the Gary V podcast, like back in 2018. <laughs> and like, right. Uh, yeah. Um, so back then you were like, yeah, streaming's incredible. Like everybody should be doing it. Um, do you like, where are you like five years on? Like <clears throat> from now? Yeah, yeah. Or like, no, from that point. So like, where oh, are you streaming, right now? It was awesome. Uh, so like five years into my career yeah yeah, yeah. um you know i i really liked streaming uh i got to learn from some of the the coolest people in the space about how fundraising works mm-hmm. um 
and uh you know that was that five years was like 2016 so yeah tw- oh, i guess that was 2018 um so right around destiny 2 yeah. it was about a year in god that was rough times um <laughs> you know yeah. i was learning a lot of lessons uh destiny 1 ha- had become iconic by the time that it ended and then we got destiny 2 mm-hmm. i don't need to say anything else no, about yeah. how that went um, yeah. it was really difficult time to just make content for one game um mm-hmm. but in the midst of all that there there was this this community we had, this would have been the third year we were putting on uh gcx mm-hmm. um at that point we had already broken the million dollar fundraising mark one year uh we did half a million dollars the first year which i always like to say first year saints you didn't even know we were doing it uh because mm-hmm. i don't like to ask people for help until i can prove that what i'm doing has valued them yeah so you know that first year i just went to saint jude's page i pulled their paypal link off of the site and i put it into the tip link uh for a generalized Streamlabs account mm-hmm. uh and so every time everyone we tested it the donation went straight through i got a receipt from saint jude i was like boom good to go so half a million dollars um that first year uh which saint jude figured out what was happening like I think it took them four or five days and then somebody tweeted about it at them. And yeah. Like, oh my God. Um, so we met <laughs> with them it. afterwards. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is it. We met with them afterwards. It was really cool. We started forging a relationship with them and play live mm-hmm. um, who've been incredible partners for our event the whole time. Um, you know, in 2018. Uh, yeah. So content creation wise, I was still full-time streaming. Uh, we were trying to build up GCX. We'd started, I personally, it's, you know, started with, with, uh, you know, our team, the coffee company, Mm-hmm. And a few a few other things. Uh, I at that point in my career, I was looking at the exit plan. Yeah. Um. Honestly, like it's what's true. what's yeah what's going after? Well, well, how long can I do this mm-hmm. realistically? And then let's make a plan. Yeah. And uh, and I did. And it was working. I think it was working for a lot of people. And then COVID happened. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah. But yeah, I. I you know, I was still streaming full time. I think at that point, I I just didn't have the capacity to do YouTube full time anymore as well, mm-hmm. um, because I was tr- I was I was also trying to prioritize myself for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where I was mid career. Was yeah. a huge transitional year in 2018. Yeah. So where do you like? How do you seen? How have you seen yourself grow to now in the five year span in between 2018 <laughs> and like oh. how are you feeling man like i know you just you mentioned the global pandemic <laughs> you know like yeah that threw a huge wrench in in the gears for a lot of things especially like i know gcx went digital and and you guys did the video game that one year mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but um with like from there like how are you feeling about twitch about streaming about content creation now oh so content creation right now is um it's in it's in the most so i'm trying to figure out the right way to say this i think content creation as an opportunity mm-hmm. you have a tremendous opportunity right now i'd say there are opportunities present that did not exist um for a very long time uh things uh, you know youtube came out and it became entrenched right you had mm-hmm. to, like it was the only game in town to the point when i started streaming people are like what are you doing on this twitch website you're yeah. an idiot um <laughs> but i kind of put all my eggs in that basket because i was like live content is what people are are pushing for um and then twitch became entrenched and then uh they had some really potentially successful competitors fail out uh, mm-hmm. like uh, i'm mixer, mixer right yeah. which i i we're all missing mixer right now 
Um, I'm really, I'm really sad that Microsoft, they could have just made two or three choices yeah. mm-hmm. that would have annihilated Twitch's uh, market share uh, and, and really picked up um, a lot of content creators. And I liked Mixer because it was so well folded into, or it was starting to get folded into the Xbox Microsoft ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that is a better place for creators. Uh, and I mm-hmm. thought, I think there was a lot more opportunity um, in that kind of an environment as opposed to what we have now, which is like, pick which billionaire you want to work for. Um, yeah. You know, and I, and, and I'm not, <clears throat> I always like to make sure I keep things as squared up as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Stream it on Twitch, stream it on kick. Like, like people like to make all these arguments, but the reality is you got a guy that, uh, you know, he, a union busting asshole who flies to space in a penis rocket yeah. or people who promote gambling. Like it's mm-hmm. not, um, you know, it's like nobody a gets that poison clean. situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, corporations are corporations. They don't care. They don't, yeah. they don't care about you. Um, caring about you is a great marketing tactic. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, no, I mean, no, I know, I know. Like, I've been doing this long enough to hear some of those conversations. Like, well, if we really make them care, then we'll have higher conversions. Yes, you mm-hmm. will. But you should also actually care. Um, yeah. Which brings me to, you know, like, that's our approach at GCX. Um, we really do endeavor every year. And, and I can't emphasize this enough. Most events of our size are put on by teams of 15 or more people. 15 mm-hmm. is a low staffing rate for a 10,000 person event. We have a team of six. Um, we do everything that we can to try and uh be be there for content creators because we founded the event we're content creators ourselves mm-hmm. um and like you know like you go to pax you're just another number you're just another person who's at a panel um and we we've always wanted gcx to be a place where you can go as a creator and really feel like the event can you can make the event as much about you as you want we're not there to be like oh whatever no, yeah. like we want you we show up, bring your community, plan your parties. I don't even care if you end up on the show floor. I don't I don't care if you spend a dime on merch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, GCX is about you as a content creator, your community and the good that we do together. Most importantly, for the kids of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To date, we have raised uh, 20 plus million dollars for the kids yeah. of St. Jude uh, Children's Research Hospital as a community. Um, so, you know, the streaming space back to the. <laughs> go back to that sorry yeah. little rabbit trail you're fine bro. um the streaming space has a lot of opportunities right now mm-hmm. i think over the next five years and i've said this in a lot of meetings um yeah. uh with, with people something is coming and i don't know what it is that's going to drastically change the ecosystem of content creation yeah um i feel like we're starting to see the conflict lines show up mm-hmm. um you know, we have, you know, Elon bought Twitter. He's now monetized Twitter in a way that is going to, I mean, it's just, it's going to yeah. turn into hot take central, right? Like yeah, it's the angrier asbestos. I can get people, the more money that I make, which uh, in my mind is great. I think that decision, it's great in this way. Yeah. That decision is going to drive more people away from the platform than anything else uh, that, that he's done. And now, you know, now you don't want to interact with hot takes. You want to block those people because you don't want to put money in their pockets by looking at yeah. their content. So I, I think that that that's going to get people to trend away from that platform. We have uh, threads. We have other things that are happening um, in the space. You have TikTok, uh, mm-hmm. where arguably TikTok could could and should be the top of funnel for everybody mm-hmm. um, because discoverability there is like Crazy. nothing I've ever seen. Nothing I've ever seen. Mm. um 
and and uh, it doesn't matter what kind of content you make. It could be highly produced. It could be vlog style. It could be it could be eight second clips of your life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, I I see content creation pushing more towards you know what you can do as an individual, which mm-hmm. is very stressful if you want to be a content creator. There's yeah. less backstop. You have to continuously be more creative. But um, if you're willing to sort of adapt your content to fit into those buckets, short form mm-hmm. buckets and things like that, you have opportunity to do really well. Uh, I think live streaming is the end of your funnel. Yeah. As opposed to the, as opposed to the top at this point. Yeah. Sorry. It's a, it's the demonstration. A friend of mine, Joe Chuck, when mm-hmm. we would talk during the pandemic about like strategy and stuff. And he was like, it's, it's the demonstration of who, of what you, what you're exhibiting online. Right. Is, is what that is um when it comes to do you feel like instead of a more manufactured experience like on social media like like you said like people are kind of being driven away from like twitter and everything um, yeah do you feel like at this point (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh do you feel like maybe we we see like a trend toward more earnest posting or or some sort of social media that that tries to get more genuine rather than like here's what i think about the 25 guns in se too <laughs> like wh- right well yeah. i think that uh so this is very i mean it's very i also see things as they are right now moving in a very like black mirror direction right? yeah like there's um i think we're getting to a point and we're seeing the big companies try and figure out a way to make uh verified online identity a key part of their platform mm-hmm. um I if if I was to take a guess over the next five years, we're probably all going to have verified style accounts. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that the big maybe the thing that everyone's going to look back at for this era of the Internet and be like, wow, cringe uh, is the fact <laughs> that people could that? Uh, the, the fact that people could be completely anonymous online, mm-hmm. um, completely anonymous online. Uh, the, you know, that's not an that's not a healthy environment for interaction. Right. You don't even know right. who you're talking to. The person who's on the other side of the of the the keyboard or the screen, you don't like you know nothing about them. They, and, yeah. so, and because of that, they have no incentive to be honest or operate in good faith. Um, and uh, it leads to really wild as fuck behavior. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can swear on your podcast. You're fine. Uh, but we're even now we're seeing landmark uh, litigation against online harassment. Uh, Bungie mm-hmm. just won. Bungie just did it. Uh, t- I mean, they took that dude to task. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they as they should have, and I I personally I know that the wheels of justice turn slowly, and all the other things that the lawyers say. Um, but that that sort of stuff needs to continue to happen. And I wish it had. I wish that those sort of cases were being settled out in 2018, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016, because I think we'd all be in a much better place. Um, you know, when when there are repercussions, people change the way they behave. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> streaming streaming is uh the streaming and content creation online is in a really strange space but yeah. i i think more than ever it is what you want to make of it yeah yeah it's it's no longer like a gold rush it is it is making hay while the sun's out that kind of thing yeah it's uh yeah. the you know the until there's another new big social media platform like tiktok which is probably not going to happen for another two years it tends to be like mm-hmm. every five um you're going to see you know, it's really about figuring out how to work with the tools that are in front of you. Mm-hmm. I'd say. So let, moving into destiny, 
how are you yes. feeling about how are you feeling about destiny right now post like lightfall like during season of the deep i know you've been playing a lot of variety stuff and like yeah you're but your home is in destiny like you still play yeah well i love the, the i love the story so i like to come back for the story beats yeah. uh, of the content my uh i i really loved lightfall um mm-hmm. i know that that might be in the uh not not being the majority in that but I thought Lightfall was really fun. I really like how they're evolving the story. Um, I, we are at the point of of the the storytelling arc where we have we have hit rising action and we are starting to enter the conclusion phase of the narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start getting answers to questions, and uh, I think that you know it's going to be tough. I'm glad I'm not in Bungie's shoes. It's hard to deliver on a, a decade long narrative and, yeah. and uh, have a conclusion that everyone's happy with. Uh, I think things are interesting from a narrative standpoint. I think that uh, having the bad guy or the, the bad perspective in the game or the one that we've been presented as fighting against the whole time, you know, the witnesses entire orientation is to simply impose meaning on the universe, which is like, to me, it was a it's very bizarre choice because mm-hmm. usually the search for meaning is the thing in in the journey that you bring back as an individual. And you're like, oh, my God, I found my meaning and now I can like share it. Yeah. Um, so I'm super curious about where that's going. But mm-hmm. in general, like I uh, I still love the game. I think it's fun. I love the gunplay as always. Mm-hmm. It's always what pulls me back in um, seasonal activity. Super fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to the next two seasons and uh, final shape. And they're already saying these next seasons are going to start introducing characters and concepts that are going to transcend the conclusion of the light and dark saga. Yeah. So it's like, what's next? I'm I'm curious, but I, I definitely say that I'm more uh, I'm more invested solely on the uh, the narrative side now mm-hmm. um, than I am like on the the day to day gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I. I'm burned out on that, but I think I was burned out on that a long time ago. Uh, yeah, ages ago. You know, if you want to talk about things that I've grown in the past, you know, five years, yeah. like a, like learning to recognize, like, oh no, I'm not angry at Bungie. I am personally exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would I would highly recommend that if you're a content creator, that you take a moment, take a beat, take a breath, chill out, get a seven up, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, like. But but um, recognize uh, that our opinions as content creators are I might get blown up for this asynchronous mm. with a lot of the people who play the game consistently. I say this because I yeah. have friends who are not online at all for any of this discourse. Um, uh, you know, pe- like some of my friends from St. Louis, these people that I've known for a long time at this point, they still play the game every day and they're they are fucking ecstatic constantly with the new content that's coming out of the game and they only play about 10 hours a week um and creating a product's about knowing your core audience that's a core audience people who play 10 hours a week there's always stuff to do in destiny Mm -hmm. um and you know that's for better or for worse but you know i don't think most games are designed to be played for 80 hours a week yeah yeah, it's tough all right sorry Destiny community i'm gonna make sure i turn off my twitter for the next five days you'll be you'll be fine you like we we. I, I don't really gonna, care anymore. Like, I think I, you'll be you'll be fine. I've always maintained uh, that we're we're the atypical players in all of this. Like yeah. we we're constantly when you're trying to make content out of the thing, you are going to see the cracks 
where where you're going to see cracks where there are cracks and where you think yeah. there are cracks. And yeah. So like you're going to be loud about those things especially when you make, you know, when you make content for mm-hmm. fun and for fun and money. <laughs> yeah. It just happens. Yeah. So, um I, I know you just said like the loot grind was like kind of burnt you out. <laughs> You've been burnt on that, sure. out on that for a while. But what are you having fun with? Like what weapons oh, in the game are you enjoying? I mean, you know, I, I always love when they pull in like the, the new exotic quest was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've I've been addicted to the Quicksilver auto rifle. I have to force myself to play with other weapons. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's been that's been my go-to since they released that thing. Even before they buffed it, I was like, I don't care if it's crap. It shoots rockets and grenades. I'm done. Yeah, like, uh, that's good for me. I'm happy. It's a Borderlands then, gun in Destiny too. It's definitely a Borderlands gun. Yeah, it's the most yeah. Borderlands ass gun. Uh, and then the synergy with um with the like strand subclass stuff. It was it was mm-hmm. amazing. You know. Yeah, I really liked it. Incredible. Yeah, I, I, I want Ark to be around. stronger. Which is like probably not the thing to say, but like I want my little charge punch to like I want everything to die. Yeah, uh, and I got I got my perfectly rolled point contact brace to like prep for the season. I'll, I'm gonna be super transparent. And then, then the first time I I fucking used that thing and it didn't obliterate everything in front of me, I was like, mm, uh, maybe I'll skip this season. <laughs> so I really wanted to be Thor. I've been bouncing around as as a hunter, just smacking everything in the face and like yeah. either going yeah. invisible or destroying everything in the room so i understand your need for arc yeah to be powerful um what we have the reveal coming up in august right what are you and like what are you excited to see what do you want to see out of that reveal is that the same day as the marathon stuff too it's august 22nd yeah it's august 22nd so they're probably doubling up that day just like their own I would imagine video. the whole thing's going to be like a bungee showcase and since yeah. they're now a multi IP studio uh which I you know is awesome. It's great. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh I I think that by the time we get to the reveal we're probably going to know a little bit more about the story and they're going to set up the final conflict. That's mm-hmm. like that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting them to show us either how we're going to fight or run away from Zebu Roth. Because I'm not, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fairly convinced that fighting's not the right play. Uh, yeah. Because if you fight, it makes her stronger. She wins. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to learn how to operate in a different way. Um, uh, so, you know, I think that that is, that's something that is going to be coming out. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the final raid, they're probably yeah. going to show a preview of the final raid, which, you know, selfishly, I hope that it's the raid that i've always wanted i've been talking about this since destiny mm-hmm. one right uh i want a raid where we go like inside the traveler which now seems like a thing that could actually Doable. happen yeah uh yeah like before you know like in 2016 <laughs> i was like no like we get in an elevator and we fucking go it up smells inside like vanilla of it. in here what's yeah, going on you know you know like whatever like you know and then it goes you know you go up in there and then you get a buff and you can equip any exotic you want and you just like but it's only in the raid only yeah. in the raid and you get to be the most overpowered just like you're running you know you're running like point contact brace and you're running you know thunder crash yeah. helmet and you're like every and he- like foil like everything um and you know like you really have really have a good time so i'm hoping for some crazy shit like that i probably yeah. won't get my wish but yeah. um you know th- those are those are my hopes and dreams that re- that reminds me of the ending of Legend of Dragoon. 
<laughs> like, ah. <laughs> that game, you just got all yeah. the dragoon souls. And, yeah, like, exactly. And you just become super god. Yeah, you become super god. And just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, like, I think Saltagreppo is probably going to have something to say to you about the <laughs> about the about overpoweredness of, of the. Oh, everybody of the, told me. Every, everybody told me wearing every exotic would break the game, and like every time yeah. I bring that up, I, I made a I did a TikTok about it a while ago, and everyone's like, "You know that the code in the game, they've said that it won't work." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I know. That's why it's a dream." Yeah, you know, it's, that's why it's a dream. It's my reality in here that I want to yeah, see. <laughs> my brain box. So let's transit. Let's. Go ahead and move into GCX. So, okay, you guys are are this is so it was the third year in 2018. So this is the eighth year you guys are basically running it, right? Uh, I think it's our seventh seventh year seventh seventh year with the physical event, right? Um, yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. We we touched on the video game uh year earlier fundraising, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so like, what are you most looking forward to from this year's event? What are what are some things that are sticking out to you that you're proud of? Uh, outside of the charities, like, I'm proud that we're doing of... it at all. Yeah, um, <laughs> events. I mean, like let's let's yeah. start with the the brass tacks. E3 gone. Yeah, uh, m- lots of major events in the gaming space gone. Uh, so I am I am happy that we are having the event at all. Um, mm-hmm. It's obviously, like I said, I I feel like what we try to do is unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the fact that we've been able to continue the event, I'm very proud of that. Uh, I think we've got great panels this year. Um, mm-hmm. We're always trying to bring in. Uh, we're always trying to bring in stuff, bring conversations to the forefront that that like don't really happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a panel on uh, chronic illness and content creation this year that um, that I'm really looking forward to people seeing. Um, I don't. I, I haven't been able to talk about it for so long, but like we have a very interesting conversation that'll be happening with uh, with the, some of the folks from Bungie at the end of mm-hmm. day one. That's been uh, something that's been in the works for a long time. That's going to be really interesting. I'm very excited to see what that's going to be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I'd have to say that you know we've got more uh, indie games at the event than we've ever had before, which has been really really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and i'm just i'm just excited to see people again yeah uh, it's been a long time it long feel, time. it feels it feels like this show is is like it, you mentioned e3 and that feels like it was like majorly like a publisher thing gcx has always been a community show from like my, that's our intent yeah yeah that's our like our 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 focused goal at gcx has always been to highlight the good that gaming the gaming community and do can <laughs> can do sorry i'm tired uh we're for those of you that don't know you're listening to this podcast we were originally supposed to do it last wednesday but i had to like my wife went in for emergency surgery yeah uh, which was a big surprise and i'm very thankful to dan and everyone for rescheduling but we're still absolutely recovering um but you know our our focus from the beginning has like there isn't a all those places are places where you as a content creator are secondary Mm -hmm. um you are part of you're part of the experience you're you're a cool thing that could happen someone might bump into your favorite youtuber we've always wanted people to come gcx to meet intentionally with their community that's why we have it at you know the rosen right so everyone can stay on site you could be going back to your room and you're like oh that's you know datto even though Dado will, as you as we've seen on the meet and greet schedule, be there for meet and greets the entire time time. days yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. i I hope there's enough time for datto um but but you know we make space for things like that 
right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's our intent. That's that's always our intent. We try our hardest to uh, with with our very very small team uh, mm-hmm. to to make it about the content creators and make it about the good that we do in the world together. So to me, it's about the incredible individuals that decide to partner with us to fundraise for Saint for Saint Jude. Um, and the amazing communities, you know, like my favorite moment every year is seeing the the people who've been playing together for years yeah. get to hug or talk or have a beer together for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, that is that is the most incredible thing to me. Yeah, this will be my second one that I've that I'll be attending. And the, the first year that I went, it was when like I had just joined Planet Destiny, but like knew, like I knew some people, but not a lot of people. And so this time around, I'm mm. really looking forward to really getting <laughs> getting to meet my community, like because I feel like a lot of people are going to be there from it and um i'm eagerly anticipating that it should be a lot of fun um yes what what do you feel are some of the challenges uh that gcx is facing not not only maybe this year but like in in years to come um i mean i i think that one of the most obvious challenges that we're facing this year is the political climate in florida yeah. it's incredibly difficult to operate an event uh that is like we're focused on inclusivity at gcx i i have mm. to i have to say this at we've i will never stop saying this gaming is and has always been for everyone uh mm-hmm. and there are elements in the gaming community that want to exclude uh the lgbtqia plus community uh we all know what's going on in florida it is uh horrific um and you know so i i'd say that that is one of the the biggest challenges that we've faced this year is figuring out um how do we host a safe and inclusive event for absolutely everybody who wants to attend um everybody who's coming you know from all over florida or if you're coming uh you know internationally or coming from another part of this how do we have an event that uh is where you can show up you can and you can celebrate living your life out loud as loud as you want proud of who Mm -hmm. you are proud and and we are there to accept you you know we're we want everyone there and so we're, we've put a lot of effort this year into safety and security um we are incredibly proud of the community that we have at gcx and we will do absolutely everything that we can to protect them hell yeah cool cool um so when gcx is over what is the first thing you're going to do <laughs> like when gcx is over uh well this year right after gcx is over <laughs> um it's it's right into planning um more fundraising yeah. for saint jude uh, I mean, the the I can't sing her praises enough, but Sam Lupo coming on as a charity director has mm-hmm. really helped us transform uh, our ability to operate the event. Uh, she uh, after myself doing it for six years, essentially part time, uh, never really being able to give the full focus to uh, to, you know, I mean, I. I want to spend 40 hours a week trying to figure out how to make the event the best event yeah. can be for St. Jude. So now we have somebody that can do that. Um, and we have so many big plans for additional fundraising and, mm-hmm. uh, and big dreams, big ideas that we want to do alongside our partners at St. Jude. Uh, so for us, it's right back into yeah. the next fundraising event. Um, you know, what's coming up next. Obviously we have build against cancer at the, at the end of the year. Um, mm-hmm with the lupos uh but we're trying to really break some new ground over the next uh 12 to 18 months for saint jude and get into some new new communities online and really uh, uh i want to say more but i'm not going to uh all right, all right. there there's i let's just say that our our 
our relationship with St. Jude and uh, the things that we're going to be bringing around, we, we want to innovate more. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like we've been having all this conversation about the changes in the streaming space and the changing of the content creation space, um, you know, our passion is to, to help St. Jude get their message in front of a new generation of people, right? Um, yeah. For a long time, streaming was the number one best way to do that. There are a lot of other venues, a lot of other avenues now, and we want to make sure that that what we're doing is looking towards the next five years as well. Mm-hmm. Sarah, I'm also do you have sleep? <laughs> yeah, I I, oh, I fully intend. I'm like, gonna sleep a lot. It fe- like I can't imagine throwing a party for ten thousand people. You, you know, it like... is. Uh, it is. I mean, um, you know, it, it, it's like I've always been. You know, we have kind of two divisions when it comes to. So, again, the team just keeps getting smaller, right? Like, I yeah. say six people, but honestly, the event side, it's, you know, we have two people on our team, me and Sam mm-hmm. Lupo, uh, that work primarily on the marathon. And then, you know, we have our events team. So it's like four folks. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, they do so much to try and uh, be communicative, bring everybody in that, that wants to come and, and really, uh, put things together in a great way and watching them put together that party for 10,000 people. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really awesome. And I, I think this year, one of the things that I'm the, the most excited about is you've always tried to get creators to do their own fun stuff there. Right. Like we mm-hmm. we've always got this kind of blanket invitation. It's like, do you want to do something cool at GCX? Like, let us know. Um, and we'll try and help, you know, get that over the, get that over the, the net for you. And so we have like a, giant pool party with goth this year for day mm-hmm. zero right um I, I believe we have a few other things but like i said i'm not totally keyed in on the event side um yeah. uh, but we we it's really fun uh to know that that there's a lot of joy happening and it's happening mm-hmm. because we just kind of set the table for everyone to show up at um, oh yeah that's that's probably something that i could i should spend more time personally allowing myself to appreciate but where i'm always so like what's the next thing um yeah yeah it's it's cool that you guys like that you're allowing people to pull up a seat to that table you know what i mean yeah. like the a lot of spaces a lot of spaces in in entertainment <laughs> i think we're seeing that with like the mm-hmm. wga and the sag strikes um yeah like a lot of a lot of the tables they're shut and as soon as like a door gets to gets open to like some opportunity it closes right behind the person who walked through it you know and so having a space having an event that is that open to being like hey like just come play in our sandbox like that's yeah really cool and we've got we've got so much you know we're expanding on the stuff that worked last year you know our mm-hmm. uh, our tabletop uh area last year we had people in that 24 7 uh, and it was a, it, people like exit, like you know, people leaving and telling us what they love. So many people said that. So we kind of we've invested more in that space. Um, you know, we've got the uh, you know, we've got arcade and obviously PC play areas and stuff. We got all the indies, which that has been a pat. Like we have been trying to get a ton of indies at the event for so mm-hmm. long. Um, and are, that finally happened this year. I who are some of the list. indies? Oh, OK, I gotcha. Have list. I, 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 I knew you were going to ask that the second I started talking. I was like, shit. <laughs> To be like who and i'll be like I, uh, um, i'd love to tell you but i think i i know we have like yeah. 10, i think it's 10 plus uh indie games there uh if, awesome. my, if my tallying is correct uh, which is the you know our highest amount of of, of mm-hmm. devs joining us ever yeah. um 
you know, and we're and we're honestly really happy that Bungie decided to come. They want to have a candid conversation about, you know, content creation and and um and how, you know, like what's the future look like, right? Um uh, they mm-hmm. they chose they chose our event because it's a place where people come to have candid conversations. They come to network, they come to be a part of the community. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and and figure out what's next. Well, Ben, thank you so much for the time that you've spent this morning hey, <laughs> to to like time. To come and hang out and to, and to speak with us about this. Um, where can people find you on the internet, sir? Uh, yeah, so if you've listened this entire time and, and you still think that you want to hear my voice, uh, you can follow me, <laughs> Professor Broman, on Twitch. I stream Thursdays and Fridays on Twitch. I stream Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on YouTube. Uh, I'm, I'm on TikTok. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, but I don't post here very much. So, yeah, so yeah if, you're, if you're looking to, to interact with me, those are the places. Uh, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks, sure. I guess. But sure. I'm I like I I'm not on there very much. Yeah. So yeah. Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. My name's Dan Finity. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and the Threads and the TikTok and everything else at Dan Finity, where the eyes are L's or the eyes are eyes or whatever. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch. Three days a week, twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity, helping Guardians out with in-game activity and Destiny 2. If you'd like to support the show, please remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say helps us in the algorithm. And if you'd like to help keep the lights on, head on over to coffee.com forward slash Danfinity. Give three bucks a month if you're enjoying the content. As always, links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you find what you're grinding for.